1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental
0: VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: The following podcast
1: is a Dear Media production.
0: Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all and live your best life. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Sorry, I'm recording this very early, so I feel like I'm half awake. I can't even think straight, and I have sleepy voice, but I'm very excited about this episode. I had such a good time recording it. I'm talking to the women of the What We Said podcast, mega hit podcast, also on the Dear Media Network. So I'm talking to Chelsea Jade and JC Marie. They are content creators. And like I said two seconds ago, the hosts of What We Said. This is going great so far. But We had such a good conversation, such a good time sitting down. I actually went on their show that came out last Friday. So definitely go check that out. We did like beauty and wellness advice and then they came on my show and there were so many different angles that I could have approached the interview. So many different things that I could have talked to them about. They're very multifaceted, but we ended up just kind of talking about embracing yourself from like connecting with your inner child not in like a cheesy way, but you'll hear what I'm talking about, to not judging yourself, to kind of removing a lot of the shoulds from your life. We also talk about the connection between internal judgment and social media. We talk about what happened when JC broke up with Instagram, which I'm envious of and found really interesting. And It just went pretty deep. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. They have a lot of wisdom and perspective, even though they are much younger than me, I think. And yeah, I think everybody can benefit from this, whether you're a content creator or not. That really isn't like the focus. The focus is really on, like I said, embracing yourself, connecting to yourself, what to do when you're feeling disconnected with yourself, which I think a lot of us are. And so much more. So, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Of Of course. So happy to have you guys. I just went on your podcast. So, I feel like there's going to be a little bit of overlap just with the questions that people sent in. And there were so many different angles that I wanted to approach this episode from because you both are so interesting in your own ways. And then and I was telling you this off mic, I was listening to your episode last week about not feeling yourself. And I was looking at the questions that people sent in and just like the vibe that I've been getting with people and myself. And I was like, yeah, that really resonates. And I feel like that's something that I would love to talk to you both about because I feel like everybody is just kind of like going through either something super challenging or, like you said, Chelsea, like an identity crisis. I think we're all coming out of this, like, two years of, like, what the hell just happened. And, yeah, it's been kind of weird. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, though. It's like we're kind of coming
1: out of, like, I mean, I know we're technically, like, still in it, but life is, like, slowly getting back to, quote, unquote, like, normal. And everyone's like traveling again and like just going out. And I feel like we literally need to give ourselves like a little bit of grace because we just went through like trauma altogether,
2: like something that was like so crazy and traumatic for all of us. And now I've been thinking the same exact thing because I was like, why do I feel weirdly anxious to like go to events and be, you know, doing podcasts and stuff like that? And I realize it's because we collectively as a society haven't been doing things like that for two years like that's a long time and it's kind of just uh it's Coming a out lot of our caves yeah it's a lot to just throw yourself back into normal life and it's kind of like what we were saying on that episode that you're referring to like you're kind of trying to figure out if you're trying to go back to like who you were before but you've changed and so it's like a completely new life honestly for mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because of what we've all gone through mm-hmm. in the world
0: yeah, it's weird. I feel like so many people probably reevaluated so many aspects of their lives during COVID. I mean, like, there were so many breakups and divorces mm-hmm. and like changes in employment and people moving. And I personally kind of feel like I almost have a little bit of whiplash because it's like we went like screeched the brakes on during COVID and it was like a complete shift. And now it's like, OK, we're just picking it back That's up. That's so true. Yeah. 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 So, so what does it look like for each of you guys? Like how, well, how are you feeling now? I guess.
1: Mm, still in the identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it is interesting because literally I'm realizing it as you're saying it, like probably a lot of people relate because also there has been like a baby boom and that's where I'm at. It's like mm-hmm. the postpartum stage. And I, I have had so many people message me who are in the same stage and I'm like, am I just noticing because I like had a baby or is there literally like a baby boom going on that like everybody's just had a kid and in this postpartum stage of like what's happening and it's such like a life changing thing and you're getting to know this like new version of yourself, but you're also, yeah, like we talked about in our episode, like mourning the old you, but simultaneously like being excited for the new you and realizing it's still you, I guess. So I don't know. It's a interesting journey to go on. I think it's important to just kind of accept the fact that it is a journey, I guess, if, if that makes sense, and not judge yourself for not being at the destination you want to be at. And I, I get very impatient with myself. Like, I always put on these, like, crazy expectations that I should be doing something. Like, I put these time restraints on myself all the time. And
2: it's there's literally no point to that. Like, why do I do that? Personally, I've been kind of rediscovering my individuality, which is something I've been talking a lot about recently, because for the past few years, I was going through like infertility stuff and still am like obviously still not pregnant and going through this like weird phase of my life where I feel like I kind of abandoned like everything that honestly like makes me happy and makes me me to like focus on getting pregnant and this fertility journey that I was trying to go on. And like, also, I think there's a sense of I was trying to control something because I couldn't control a lot of things going on in my life, in the world, you know? So I was like, oh, I just, you know, Leif and I were wanting to start a family. And so we're like, let's do that. And then couldn't get pregnant for years and whatever. So I was in that stage of life for a long time. And again, even though I'm still in it, kind of, I feel like I'm rediscovering like who I am and kind of putting it on pause because I'm just like, honestly, I think I just can't be in that mind space Mm -hmm. anymore because it's just too, it's just been too much and like too painful. So I'm like, okay, moving on. Like, even though I'm still not pregnant, I think in a weird way, it's been such a blessing, which again, you always say once you like come out of something and I'm still not even fully out, but I'm like so grateful that I'm in the phase of life I'm in and I'm really feeling like not rushing it or anything, which has been a great lesson for me to learn. But I've just been kind of rediscovering like who I am, what I like to do. I've just been trying to focus on, like we mentioned in our episode with you, like not really necessarily listening to like what everyone has to say and just focusing inward and being like, what do I like? What do what do I like to do? How do I like to spend my time? And I think even just within this pandemic, there's been a lot of like telling people what to do, you know? And mm-hmm. so I feel like I've just been like so stifled for so long. And now I'm kind of just now being like, Okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'm finding myself again. Yeah.
0: By now I don't have to tell you how much I love my athletic greens, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I am currently recording this. Let's see. It's 825 in the morning. I woke up, I had my athletic greens first thing, and then my matcha. And let me just tell you, I am feeling Clear and alert and energized and so good. So, basically, one scoop of athletic greens has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, aging, yes, aging, all of the things. So I just mix mine with about eight ounces of water and a few ice cubes. I love the flavor. It's sweet without being overly sweet. Some people say it tastes a little bit like pineapple and vanilla. I would agree with that, but it's very subtle. And then if you choose to have it a different way, you can add it to a smoothie. You can get kind of creative with it. And it's just this one micro habit that has so many benefits. One of the reasons why I personally love Athletic Greens is I find that it really helps with my digestion. In fact, it was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine that cost him over $100 a day. And what Athletic Greens really does is it kind of eliminates the need for so many different supplements, which is why it's so convenient. I also love taking the travel packs with me when I'm on the go. It's so easy to just get everything in in the morning, especially if I don't know like where or what I'm going to be eating during the day. I feel like I cover all my bases. It also is lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free, it has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting really good. And it's just this one micro habit that can really positively impact a lot of different areas of your life. So, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/blondefiles. Again, that's athleticgreens.com/blondefiles to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So interesting. I didn't think about that, that everybody was kind of like collectively being told what to do for a Mm -hmm. long time. Some people were like over it sooner than others. But I'm curious, like, what are some things that you are doing to find out who you are again and kind of come out of that and move through this time? I think just not
2: like judging myself for the way that I am. And I actually talked about this in a recent YouTube video. Like, I feel like for a long time, I've been trying to change and quote unquote, fix my personality because I felt like I am just too much. Like I have always been very driven, very career oriented. And I've been feeling for the past two years, like I I was speaking to someone about this and I was like, I just feel like I'm too much. And like the people around me are like, take a chill pill. And she was like, oh, do people say that to you? And I was like, no, I just, (laughs) I just feel like I'm getting that vibe where it's like, okay, we get it. You like to work and like, whatever. You have all these goals, but like, I feel like a lot of people in my life, like don't operate the same way I do. And so I've felt like I'm just trying to change myself for the past few years. I've been like, I really need to relax. Like I need to calm down. I need to, like I was saying in the episode, like do like a mindful morning, like I need to change. Mm -hmm. And I think in the past couple months, I've been like, no, like I'm going to own who I am. I, it's not that I'm overworking myself to like escape something. Like I feel that I'm a very self-reflective person, but I've realized like I thrive when I'm working towards my goals and when I'm like not making excuses and when I'm doing that's just my personality. So I'm just been really trying to own that and Like I said in the morning, like blasting music and being like, oh, other people, you know, on social media have told me this is going to raise your cortisol. Don't do that. But like to me, I like it. So I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to make my chai latte in a champagne glass in the morning because I want to do that. And like just doing things and not like judging myself at all for it. And if other people are like, oh, why are you doing that? It's just like, oh, I just like to do it. There's no other explanation other than. I just want to do what I want to do. So those are like little ways that I've been trying to overcome kind of this sense of wanting to fix myself, I guess. Like
0: trying to embrace yourself more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so funny you say that about the music because... (laughs) I feel like, especially in kind of the space that I operate in, which is like the quote unquote wellness space, everyone's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, slow mornings, like meditate and da da da. And I do all those things. But I also have been doing that lately. Like I get up and I'm on one, like the second that I wake up. And I don't know what it is. I think it's stress and anxiety, honestly, that I just have to like get out of my body. Mm -hmm. But I am like out of bed, music on making my matcha in like the, my magic bullet blender, like loud as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. I'm like, wow, like I, who am I? Like, but it's just a different I don't phase know. of life. It's yeah.
2: just whatever you want to do. I think that's the key is like, I feel like I've been just feeling in general, more connected to myself. So it's what I truly want. I feel like it's not, do you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I feel like eating like crap. So I'm going to do that. It's like feeling truly connected to myself and wanting the best for myself. So those little things like blasting music or like, I don't know, just I I honestly feel like I'm kind of getting back to even like a childlike state in a way. I'm almost like recreating just like the fun things that I wish I was more carefree when I was younger to just embrace who I am. And and the older I get, I'm just like willing to embrace that because I'm like, this is what makes me me. Like, I'm not going to shy away from being... hard worker talking about my goals. Like I've been made to feel in a way that some of those things are like too much. It's like, calm down. Like, and I'm just done. I think like, it's not that I think I operate in the best possible way and everyone needs to like step aside. It's respecting myself and also respecting others. Like, and I think it's a mutual respect. Like I was saying my husband and I are not the same in that way, like at all, but we actually just had a conversation and I was like, I think the more that we just respect each other's like personalities and who we are, it's going to make our relationship even better because sometimes he'll be like, you know, getting on me about working or something and then I'll be getting on him like you're sitting around. And so I'm like, if we just can kind of accept our personalities, I think we'll become so much like stronger and happier. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the journey
0: I'm on right now. I'm like (laughs) in the thick of it, but I love it. It's like you're reborn. Mm -hmm. Like I feel I kind of feel that too, like the childlike thing. Mm hmm healing yeah. your inner child yeah yeah we're so corny I feel I know <laughs> I feel like anytime I catch myself
1: saying should for myself or for other people I know that it's not a good thing like if mm. I'm telling myself I should be doing something or that someone else should be doing something then I know that that's like an expectation and expectations ruin my life so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everybody's lives and we all have like so many expectations. Um, for ourselves and others, which just leads to like constant disappointment, constant shame, constant whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's funny that you say that because I always feel the opposite way where I always feel like we don't like these things about ourselves, like because we try and mold to fit into everybody else where it's like, well, I'm trying to read the room. Like what is everybody else doing? And I feel like I've always like, oh, I should want to be doing more. Like I should mm-hmm. want to be doing like career oriented things. And like it, maybe I don't like the fact that I'm more like slow and that I like to be more like, peaceful and that I like, you know, I just want to have fun. Like, that's <laughs> like, is, maybe is, is that so bad? I feel shame about that. That That's like my life goals. to so, like, just mm-hmm. know, have more fun and be whatever. And I always tell like my husband that I'm like, I feel shame that I'm not more like he is. And like you are where it's like, like JC, mm-hmm. the, the listeners, yeah, where it's like career oriented. And they're always like having ideas. And when Nick is, is telling me, my husband, all these business ideas, I'm like, like you're draining me. Like I feel drained and I feel guilty that I feel drained because I want to be like that. Like I want to be like, you know, you. Like I want to do that. I don't feel like I'm accepting myself either. And I feel like it's that's just so ironic. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what I was going
2: to say. Because I feel that way around. and you are actually more similar too. Yeah. And I always feel like I wish I was more chill. I'm like, oh, yeah. like I just, that's what I've been saying so often is I just want to take a chill pill. I just like really want to like not be as like, I guess, career oriented, like I should be, I should chill. I always use the word chill. And yeah, it's just like accepting yourself fully yeah. for who you are and accepting others for who they are. And and that is what makes like the best dynamic and the best relationships yeah. and friendships anyways for there to be like different types of people. Well, and I was going to say the
1: more, like when I do, because I'll have different like flows in my life where there'll be like times where I fully accept who I am. It's like the childlike thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've ever taken... I love personality tests. I was going to ask like,
0: you what your personality Yeah. Is. I'm a
1: four, like an Enneagram okay. four. I'm a INFJ. Like I know mm-hmm. all of them. And I also... Have you done the color code one where it's like no. there's four different colors? Um no, I'm going to do that right after. <laughs> yeah. It, I think it's called thecolorcode.com or okay. something. Mm-hmm. But it tells you what you're motivated by. So there's like... I think it's power, fun like peace and something else. And minus fun. And when I got it, I was like, that's the worst one. Like <laughs> That is literally the worst one. Like, I'm just like the most irresponsible, like immature, whatever. It's like goes back to how you were when you were a kid and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that's important. Like you were saying, it's like how you are when you're a kid mm-hmm. is when you embrace that part of it. It's literally healing like your inner child and...
2: You stop t- judging telling yourself. Telling yourself it's okay how yeah. you are. You don't need to fix anything exactly. necessarily. And
1: the more you accept yourself, the more you're willing to like accept other people. Like when I fully embrace how I am and like the strengths that I have, I'm less likely to be telling Nick, like, you're stressing me out. Like, stop. It's like, I'm more embracing who, who he, he is as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I, so interesting. and I think also like accepting yourself doesn't mean like I'm perfect and like I don't need to work on anything and yeah I have it all figured out and I actually know it's best for everyone. It's like kind of the opposite where I feel like when you truly feel like true acceptance, you kind of have motivation to like do the things mm-hmm. you want to do. It, it's mm-hmm. it's the opposite of like you know settling or being like, okay, I accept myself. Like now I don't have to,
0: I don't have to work on anything. It's like I feel like when you accept things, it doesn't mean that you have to accept circumstances necessarily. You're just kind of accepting like the moment exactly as it is. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of relinquishing control and you can get more into that like flow. And I don't know, be like more intuitive with things. That's kind of what I find. That's when good things
2: happen too. And like your best ideas and like everything good is going to come from. Yeah. And you observe without judgment. Like I think
1: that's When I can remind myself to observe my thoughts, to observe everything without judgment, like without having to label it as good or bad, it just is what it is. That's when I feel the best. Like even I was telling my husband the other day, like when it comes to pregnancy, postpartum body, like I always thought I was like very I got to a place I had like I went through disordered eating for a while, like in my early 20s and I got to a really good place and I kind of in my mind was like, I'm fixed, like forever good. Like I don't whatever. I never struggle again. But then God tested me <laughs> and like through pregnancy and postpartum, like your body can't change more than that. Mm-hmm. So it was like so shocking to me. And I was like, I just have to keep reminding myself what makes me truly feel better. I know it sounds simple. is just telling myself like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to be like stretch marks are good. Like I can just be like, they just are stretch marks. Like they don't have to be bad. They don't have to be good. You know, weight gain doesn't have to be bad or good. It just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to judge it. It. And then when I'm not judging it, it's a lot easier for me to Have work on things. Anyway. Yes, yeah. exactly.
0: No one knows what you are looking for in a doctor better than you. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find the perfect doctor than ZocDoc. So the people who created ZocDoc found the major pain points in healthcare, all the things that weren't working. And they basically said enough. And they made booking a great doctor surprisingly pain-free. I cannot tell you guys how many times I've used ZocDoc. I've found some of my favorite specialists through ZocDoc and it is just so helpful. It's a free free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed take your insurance and are available when you need them which is so key so you can read up on local doctors you can get verified patient reviews and see what other actual humans had to say about their visit And that way, when you walk into that doctor's office, you are set up to see somebody in your network who gets you. It's super easy, you just go to ZocDoc.com. You can choose a time slot and whether you wanna see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and just like that, you are booked. So you can find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. It's so convenient. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I am one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a doctor. So you can go to ZocDoc.com slash blonde and download the ZocDoc app for free and then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are even available within 24 hours. So again, that's ZocDoc.com slash blonde, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E, ZocDoc.com slash blonde. Spring is coming, which means it's time to put away the heavy coats and transition into some easy, breezy, warmer weather styles. And I don't know about where you live, but in LA, the spring weather is kind of all over the place. So versatility is key. And nobody does versatility better than Jenny Kane. In fact, if you are spring cleaning your wardrobe, if you're looking for new pieces or trying to put together a capsule wardrobe, you have to add Jenny Kane to your collection. I love everything because it's all super high quality, timeless, but stylish pieces that transcend trends and you get a good return on your investment. They literally have the best quality, chic, effortless pieces that work with everything in your closet, whether you you are doing laid back, if you're working from home, if you are dressing up. So I have so many pieces that I rotate and love, but my go-to lately is the alpaca cocoon sweater. It's the perfect crew neck. I bought it oversized, so it's cute over leggings or like tucked into jeans. Super cute with jean shorts for spring. It's also perfect for lounging at home or with a great pair of heels if we're going to dinner or going out. It is super soft and cozy. You guys have to check it out. You will want it in every color and And again, it's a piece that will be a staple in your wardrobe for years, and it really does work for every season, whether it's cooler or if you want to wear it like on a summer night or put it over your shoulders or for traveling, you will definitely use it all the time. And if you can't get enough of Jenny Kane, you can join Jenny Kane Rewards to enjoy exclusive perks and benefits like birthday surprises and early access to new launches. Plus, you can earn 10% back on all purchases. If you join today, you will get 100 points. So definitely go check out Jenny Kane, find your forever pieces at jennykane.com. And you can get 15% off your first order when you use the code BLONDE at checkout. So that's jennykane.com, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. And the promo code is BLONDE. How much of like this kind of internal judgment do you feel like is maybe subconsciously coming through social media? I mean, you guys are both obviously on social media. I know, JC, you're like off Instagram. So I'd love to hear about that. I know you talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, but I'm curious, like how much you think of that is kind of internalized from like what we're seeing and what people are saying to you. Like we talked about on the episode we just recorded Mm -hmm. a little bit. And then the second part to that question was... How have you shown up on social media when you're going through these things? And how has it affected you? Whether it's like the infertility or like kind of feeling like you're this like yeah, I don't know, what did you call it again?
2: What? I Young don't remember. Baby
0: <laughs> newborn phase? What did yeah, you yeah, say? Yeah, inner child, <laughs> <Inter-child, Yeah>. childlike <laughs> phase. Yeah, 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 like how like so I guess it's a two-pronged question. Yeah. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I feel like my I'll I'll be brief.
1: When I notice a direct correlation with my screen time report that I get on Sundays and like how my week was in terms of like comparison and things like that. So it's Mm -hmm. like 100% related. Like I'll notice, I'll get my report on Sunday and it'll be like, your screen time was down, like something, something percent. And I'm like, oh, I had like such a good week mentally. (laughs) Like that's probably has to do with that. And Mm -hmm. then versus where it's like your screen time was up. Like anytime it says up or I see like the up arrow, I'm just like, oh, great. Like and then I realized, oh, this week I have been like feeling more doubt on myself, feeling mm-hmm. more, you know, self-doubt, whatever it is. So to answer your question,
2: Very yes. correlated. <laughs>
1: Very correlated.
0: And then what was the second part of the question? How... Like, how have you shown up on social media when you're going through oh. difficult times? I know you had, like, kind of a difficult pregnancy, yeah. right? And then, JC, you've had, like, the issues with infertility. Because just for me, like, I'm going through it now, like I said on your episode, mm-hmm. not to keep referring to it, but, like, I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest thing I've gone through in my life, And but I'm not sharing about it. But I s- still have to show up because it's my job. And right. it's, like, a real mind fuck. Yeah. Definitely.
1: So, uh, it's hard because I think we don't owe anyone anything. But mm-hmm. then we talk about this all the time. It's like, I want to be DGAF. Like, I want mm-hmm. to be like, I don't care what you guys say. Like, you know, I don't care how you feel when I post this. But it's also not good for me to make people feel bad. Like, the deepest part of who I am, I don't want to make people feel sad. I don't mm-hmm. want me- to make people feel like, you know, comparing themselves to me or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like, that doesn't mean that I have to, like, bear all to everyone. So... I feel like some of the people, I try and emulate like what I see other people doing that makes me feel good. And that feels authentic as well, because some people will kind of go overboard with certain things where I feel like, again, it's almost the opposite of acceptance. It's like trying to force that it's good, like, but it's okay. Like, it's so, it's good, like to, even like sometimes with body positivity or things like that, where it's like, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's like, well, why can't, again, it just be what it is. Mm-hmm. And some of the accounts that I follow that are like, quote unquote, body positive to me never talk about their body. They just post themselves as they are. Yeah. And it makes me feel more normal. Like, and they don't have to be like, draw look attention at this to photo, it. I don't look good in it. It's like, okay, because then that makes me think,
0: if I take oh, a you photo don't like think that. you look
1: good. But even though you're saying it's okay, but you're still noticing, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like this weird
0: Yeah, I'm curious not to go off on a tangent, but I feel like some of the like body positive accounts that like focus on their imperfections, that that's still like very obsessive over your body. And it's like, well, it's still like it's such a judgment thing. Mm -hmm. I I agree
1: 100%. (laughs) Yeah, I agree 100%. It's like you shouldn't have the focus. Like also... I always say, like, why do we have to find something attractive to love it? Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to be like, no. The you, stretch you marks can are, are good and, good and we are love attractive. them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, you know, I'm still beautiful this way. It's like, okay, well, what if you're not beautiful? Can you still love yourself? Yes. Like, everything does not have to be beautiful in order for you to love it. You can mm-hmm. just love it how it is. Yeah, definitely. So I agree with that 100%.
2: To go back to your question about, like, me getting off Instagram, I feel like it's so interesting when you're saying that, I literally just connected. I'm like, oh, the reason I'm literally having all these like light bulb (laughs) moments is probably because I'm not on Instagram, which has been a massive point of stress for me the past few years, which is brought on by myself. But I've always just been, again, like very career oriented, like over the top and I saw success at a very young age, like my Instagram started growing when I was like 17, 18. And I've done it. That's all I've ever done. I've never had a different job than this. Mm -hmm. So I know no different than like having my life online, being a quote unquote influencer or, you know, doing photography and posting it and everything it became something where I was just like comparing myself constantly. My account kind of stopped growing just because of, you know, who knows what, Mm -hmm. um, not going to blame it on the Instagram algorithm. I will take maybe accountability that maybe my post got boring, who knows, but, um, no, it's the algorithm. I'm like, thank you. Thank you queen. (laughs) Um, so once that started happening, I was like, okay, I've always done like a and B and received C Mm -hmm. and like now like my formula is no longer working. And this is like, really starting to annoy me, whatever. And so it was like that for multiple years. We started the podcast. It was going so well. I started TikTok. It was actually going well, like YouTube going pretty well. But I was like, could not stop focusing on the Instagram. I'm like, why is it not growing? Why? And then I would like beat myself up and be like, why do I care so much about the numbers? Like I have a great audience who cares about me. Like this is like stupid that I'm caring. But then like this shame cycle of being, it was just like too much. So at the beginning of 2022, I was like, I'm just going to take a quick Instagram break for like a week or two. And after the first week, I was like, no, I feel so good without it. Like, I can't. I can't get back on. Like, I feel like that would be like inauthentic to like get back on and just like keep trying to push content out. Mm -hmm. So I deleted the app from my phone and I was just like, this is so freeing. Like, I just want to focus on my dream. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I just want to focus on TikTok, on YouTube and on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's seriously been like life changing for me. And I know it sounds probably stupid it's how much weight I put into Instagram that's the shocking part to me is because once I removed that, like the mental clarity that I have received is like, I've never, I haven't experienced anything like it in years. And so I think it's just because I'm a very hyper-focused person. So once I just removed that completely from the equation, I was able to give more attention to these things that I'm passionate about. And I started feeling that same passion that I felt at the beginning when I was doing Instagram and, and photography and things like that. And it's just like so exciting. Again, like I feel like I've been almost reborn. And it's ironic because I didn't even realize like it could just be because I don't have Instagram. Like I feel like I still spend a lot of time on social media, but I really enjoy being on TikTok. Like I don't feel as much of that comparison on TikTok or YouTube. So that could be a big part of the equation, honestly. It's so interesting because it's social media,
1: but it's like a relationship. Like if it's, mm. if you're having some problems, you can work it out and you can stay together. Mm-hmm. But if it gets so toxic, it's like I literally need to separate myself from mm-hmm. you. Like we need to literally break up and be completely like just separated. Yeah, and that's and what that's what I'm, proud I'm proud of you, girl. Thank
2: you. We get a toxic relationship. We break up. <laughs> we'll see if I get it back one day, maybe. I mean, don't get back just, together with your ex. It sounds amazing. I'm like,
0: wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think people don't realize, like, when it's your job too, like how consuming it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for me, it's the first thing I think about when I wake up, mm-hmm. and then the last thing I think about, and all day in between, and obviously like it has changed so much. It used to be like, take a picture, edit the picture, post the picture, write the caption. And then it was like stories. And then it's like, okay, I have to be on more. And now it's reels. When you add it all together, it's just too much. Yeah. And and then add in other platforms like podcasting, TikTok, YouTube. Exactly. And to to (laughs) do it all and to do it all
2: well is just like no human can really do it and show up authentically and like mm-hmm. and we're not meant to. It's no. like what kind of world are we living? <laughs> and, and I also I think I also think like another massive part of that equation also could be, again, which at the time was like devastating to me and then became a blessing was like getting dropped by my management because mm-hmm. I feel like even though they were great, they didn't do anything bad or wrong to me at all. But I felt like they were always pushing me to like like post more like affiliate links, post this, like oh yeah, maybe do start a series on IGTV. Like all these things where, where I was already feeling so overwhelmed doing what I do, which again might sound stupid to some people, but when you're balancing like five different platforms mm-hmm. and this is your full time job, and it's like you that has to be the face of it and everything, again, I'm a hyper focused person who was like, I am spreading myself in too many directions. Like this is all I do. Like I don't, I don't have any hobbies. I don't have fun. Like I don't, you know, I like to work, but at a certain point, like I'm not even enjoying this, and therefore goodbye. Like again, I also am someone who can cut ties. Like I will cut ties and literally like separate and mm-hmm. forget about it in my mind. So
0: yeah, that's what okay, I, I was going to ask if you guys have tips for like boundaries for people. It sounds like that's With your boundary. Social, like, media. social media, anything that's not serving you really. I mean, again, I am that
2: type <laughs> that will You're like, delete Goodbye. and block. <laughs> yeah, like I, <laughs> I, I seriously sometimes just have to like delete it from my mind. I tried to do the whole like set whatever, like the limits. And I just feel like it wasn't like, I would still just ignore it every five seconds oh, and yeah. go on Instagram anyway. My limit anyway. goes off
0: at like 1030 in yeah. the
2: morning. And I'm like, well, I suck <laughs> yeah. at life. Exactly. Thank you. Ignore. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, like deleting was just, you know, here's the thing that I want people to know is like, Instagram was my main income. So I took a massive hit and also took a massive like i don't want to sound cheesy but like leap of faith i was like i'm going to lose a lot of m- money that i would be getting but my mental health is not worth it and i want to put my effort into other things and see where it goes and like it's just been crazy seeing how like i have been able to still make great money doing other things but a part of that equation is that i've also spent years building these other platforms so it's not like i just like you know, quit Instagram had nothing else going for me and was like, I'm just gonna go off and do this. But I also want influencers to know that like you kind of can delete a platform. You can like you said, like, oh, I wish I could do that, or I'd love to do that. That's how mm-hmm. I'm not joking. Every single influencer friend I talk to, that's their reaction. I mm-hmm. say, like, I deleted Instagram, they're like, they breathe a sigh. They're <laughs> yeah. like, I wish I could that's do that. I wish I could do that. And I'm like, you can. Like, yeah, your mental health is not worth like something that is seriously making you unhappy that being said i understand it's not like realistic if it's like, like that's overnight 100 percent your income mm. and you have no other platforms like that's a different story for me i'm lucky that like i have built these other platforms so i felt kind of comfortable it's not like i'm out of a job completely but at the end of the day it's like you want to be happy and thriving and that's when you're going to create good ideas and you know it's just not worth it like who mm. cares about the money if you're not if you're so unhappy it doesn't yeah. matter
0: I have been going through a pretty stressful time lately. And you guys know that I meditate, I do therapy, I exercise, I go to bed early, I take care of myself, I do all the things, but sometimes that isn't enough for me. My body really holds on to stress and it manifests in a lot of physical and emotional ways when I'm going through it. And in particular, sleep is like usually the first thing to kind of go. And that's the foundation that my life is built upon. I've talked about this so much, but I really unravel if I don't get enough sleep like consistently. So Ned is such a lifesaver when it comes to this area. So you probably know I wear an aura ring to track my sleep quality. And the difference when I use Ned's new and improved sleep blend is actually pretty dramatic. So I usually don't have an issue with how much, but I have an issue with the quality of my sleep. So deep sleep is not really an issue, but REM is. And I've tried so many different things to help increase my REM. And the only thing that I've noticed that helps it consistently is when I use this. So the new formulation blends CBN, which is a powerful cannabinoid that promotes sleep with 750 milligrams of USDA certified organic CBD from the purest single source hemp flower extract and organic and wild. Crafted botanicals traditionally used for sleep. So this new iteration actually has 24% more sleep inducing botanicals by weight than the previous version. And as I mentioned, as always, all of Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA-certified organic. All of their products are amazing. They're all chock full of premium CBD and a full spectrum of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. They are fully transparent. They share third-party lab reports on their site, who farms their products and their extraction process. And Their CBD products have over 2,000 five-star reviews, so definitely check them out. They are a beloved and trusted company that I have loved for a couple of years, so... It also happens to be their birthday. So if you want to try the new and improved Sleep Blend, you guys can get 21% off with the code BLONDE for the month of March only. So this is their best offer of the year. So visit helloned.com slash BLONDE to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash BLONDE to get 21% off.
1: I think I'm kind of going in a different direction in terms of people, like cutting ties mm-hmm. with, you know, making boundaries with people. I am not a very confrontation, you know, similar.
0: I she's like we're person. similar. Yeah. She's like, you leave. <laughs> no, I just feel like we're like the same yeah. kind of personality, like mm-hmm. very, yeah. <laughs> chill. Like, chill, chill, interesting. <laughs> I need to take chill pill. Okay, No, I feel like I have to be more... <laughs> More like you, <laughs> yeah. No, same. I'm like, oh, I need that, like that drive. Yeah. You know? No, we all want what we can't have. Yeah, it's the yin thing. yang or what Chang we don't too. have. Oh, thank <laughs> yeah, you.
1: Exactly. Thank, thank you to my doctor. <laughs> Shout out. Um, no, it's so funny because I always, again, shamed myself so much for that for being like more sensitive. Like I don't want to con- confront you and have this big blow up. Like that mm-hmm. hurts my soul to have like such yeah. a big whatever. And I've learned over the years to kind of like find the balance where it's like find the strength in that for like everything that I think is a weakness. There's a strength to it. Same thing with like every strength, there's a weakness. But with not wanting to have confrontation, it's allowed me to actually like be more introspective, I guess, if that's the word. Mm -hmm. When there's a problem, when I feel like and in social situations, I often feel like, oh, you know, I overthink something that that person said. And I'm like, oh, they must have not liked that or like (laughs) they must have, you know, something like I will like tell my husband afterwards like we'll have a game night with friends and I'm like I just feel like such an idiot like I did this week whatever and then when this person said that like I knew that they just thought I was an idiot and he's like literally what are you talking about like that makes no sense they definitely did not think that like no offense but like not everyone's thinking about you and like judging you and I'm like okay very true but it's kind of allowed me to be introspective in the way of like, okay, if I feel like offended by something, if I feel wronged, what is it like sparking in me? Like, what is it about like, you know,
0: what's in me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: that's like a, what is it? Like pouring salt on an open wound. It's like, yeah. What's that open wound that it's hurting? Because people can say certain things to me and like it just rolls right off my back. Like I do not mm-hmm. care. So whenever it is something that actually like gets to me, I'm like, okay, let's look at myself first before. Like I, have you read the four agreements? Mm -mm. It's pretty much like how I like to live my life because basically like, don't take anything personally. Mm -hmm. Um, like always do your best, um, like do good with your words. Like, and then I always forget the last one. Do your (laughs) best, never take things personally. Oh, and have no expectations, like get rid Uh of expectations. And so like not taking anything personally when I read, like when him talking about that, I'm like, oh, like I can just look at myself and everyone's just doing things based off their upbringing, based off their opinions, preferences, and it has literally nothing to do with me. Even if this person is saying something mean directly to me and it seems personal, it actually has nothing to do with me because they do not know me to my core. Like Mm -hmm. nobody does. The only person who knows me to my core is myself. And even sometimes that gets a little foggy, but that has helped me so much in those situations where I'm like, okay, if, if they're saying something, like, for example, one of the things when we first started our podcast that would kind of get to me is people would be like, you're, you guys are like uneducated and dumb. And I'd be like, I would always say like, they could call me like ugly, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'd be like, I don't care. Like, I don't believe you. But for some reason that was just bothering me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, instead of being, you know, confrontational and being like, well, you know, that's rude, blah, blah, blah. It's like, why do I get so offended by that? Is it because maybe I am insecure that maybe I'm not smart?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably. And like look into, a, you know, that and heal that part of my inner child. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of look at why I think that. And it's allowed me to, I think, work on myself. And at this point in my life, I feel very confident in who I am. And and it's allowed me to kind of get through things and have tough skin
0: because I'm more sensitive, that, mm-hmm. if that like makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. There's so many things I'm thinking right now, but yeah, I mean, it's like when we're triggered, it's because it's something that we like subconsciously or consciously believe about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody said like, oh my God, you're, I don't know, so like short, it's so weird. You'd be like, No. (laughs) But if it's something that like you kind of maybe believe, like that's Mm, that's when it's like really affecting it. Just I'm sober. I'm in recovery and you're kind of talking like people in recovery, (laughs) yeah, which is funny to me. I'm like, wow, like you're lucky that you didn't turn to drugs or alcohol or something because I have that same thinking where I'm like, I'm not in the moment. I'm thinking about what they're thinking about, what I'm thinking. And it's like that yeah, constant yeah. internal thing. So when yeah. I was younger, I was like, well, I'm going to drink. Like, that's yeah, my like solution. Numb the thoughts, and then, yeah. so it's admirable that you found it. <laughs> I used <laughs> plenty of other things. So thank you though. <laughs> but no, it's funny. And like that piece about acceptance, like that's mm-hmm. kind of the core of it. So that is kind of a good segue into, and this is a listener question. Is there a life hack or a lesson that you wish you knew sooner? Mm, So many. Too many.
2: You can go first,
1: Stacey. Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> I think just the concept of no one's thinking about you as much as <laughs> you are. And like, it's really not that deep. Like, I kind of live by it's not that deep. Um, Not that I always, you know, am living that way. But I feel like we can just get so in our heads. And it's just not that deep at the end of the day. Like you were saying, Chelsea, something for me, I feel like a trigger for me is feeling misunderstood. Like that is the worst feeling to me is if I say something and it doesn't land or people are like, oh, that's weird that she did that. I'm like, wait, 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 no. Like I would never do something to try and offend someone or to like make you think that way. Like, oh my gosh. And then it just like, they try and over explain and then it like gets more confusing. (laughs) And then people are like, you're just saying too much. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like so stressed. So I feel like, I've been trying to kind of internalize like, first of all, they're not thinking about me that deep. Even if like I get a comment that's like, that's they're misunderstanding me. They're making the comment and then going about their day or they're Mm -hmm. a troll and they're spending all day, which is just embarrassing for them anyway. So it's like, this is just not that deep. Like if someone leaves a comment about me, like sometimes they do hurt my feelings. Like again, if it's something that I'm already insecure about, but at the end of the day, it's just, they made the comment, they moved on. I need to just read the comment and move on. Like this is, you know, this whole life thing. We're all just doing our best and we're literally all in it together. And so I just think it's so freeing to just not think of things so deeply and and not put yourself into every equation either. I think that's been a common thing just with the world is like people getting very offended by what other people say because they put themselves into the equation and Mm -hmm. they're like, well, that doesn't resonate with me. And I've just been trying to be like, if I see something that doesn't resonate with me, I'm like, okay, moving on. Like, I'm not, what I'm not going to do is be like, well, that I don't like that. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well. That did not apply 100% to me. (laughs) Yeah, like they didn't mean it too, you know? So (laughs) just, it's not that deep. Like, let's all just live life and have fun and be who you are. And like, what I've also learned is that just by being yourself, you're going to inspire people to also be more themselves. Like, I've noticed that the people who I look up to who are so unapologetic and confident, it's like, I want to be more like them. And I also just want to be more like myself because Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. so inspiring that they just own who they are and they don't have to like make disclaimers and be like, sorry, oh, well. And I'm like, I'm just, that's the era I'm (laughs) trying to enter into, Mm -hmm, I guess. Love that era for you. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's what I've been working on.
1: Definitely. (laughs) I think life is not to be figured out. And as an overthinker and, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure out life mm-hmm. and like find solutions and just like think of, I don't know, just it it makes my thoughts get all muddled together and stresses me out and causes a lot of overwhelm. But whenever I'm the happiest is when I just accept the fact that life is just to be experienced and we are all just experiencing life and there's ups and downs to life and accepting that that's okay, that there's going to be times when we're really happy and that's okay. And there's going to be times when we're really sad and that's okay. And I, this is kind of dramatic, but to kind of ease some of my overthinking or some of my like anxious thoughts or whatever, I will always say like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: I die and I'm religious. So I'm like, then I can go be with God. Like, that's actually maybe like best case scenario, like that I'm, you know, that's not a bad thing. Like, it's all just going to be okay. And if I just remind myself, like, it is what it is, it's okay. It's so simple, but it makes me feel so much better about little things that I think are like the end of the world or like so Mm -hmm. complicated or so horrible. And I'm just like, you know what? It's going to be okay. Like, there's no point in me worrying about it and putting myself through it twice.
0: A life is to be experienced and just lived out. I think it's funny. I, I feel like we all kind of have this expectation to go back to what we were talking about before that, like we need to figure out the formula and life has to be like a static thing. Like we have to get to being happy and like everything in order and then mm-hmm. it can't change at all. And it's like not, it's dynamic. It's always changing. And I think something else that you just said reminds me of like, we don't know what's good for us at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like we really don't. I'm sure that you could look back on struggles, both of you. That you've gone through. And at the time they felt like the worst thing that could ever happen. And then you look back and you're like, oh, that was actually like, maybe if it was not great, maybe it was like steering you in a different direction to get you where you are now. So I think that's a really good reminder. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so rapid fire, I like to ask my guests one thing to stop doing, whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah,
1: and oh when, God, shit. yeah no <laughs> shitting.
0: <laughs> and one thing to start doing today. Ooh. Ooh. Like for ourselves or like telling other people to do? Um, like telling like other people. Or collectively. Either, whatever, yeah, however okay. you want to answer it. Mm. Everyone does it
1: differently. Stop doing oh, so many things. Well, I'll go with the theme of the episode and say stop right. shitting on ourselves. Okay. And it's fun because it really catches people by surprise when you say it because they think you're saying shitting. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's like, no, I said should. <laughs> the episode title right yeah. there. Yes.
2: <laughs> I think, again, I'm just going along with stuff I've said, but like stop looking outward mm-hmm. to find like your routines or your thoughts. Like look mm-hmm. inward. And I think when you are truly like still and just with yourself, I just believe that like you have it all inside of you, like not that you know it all, but you know how you operate the best. And if you're really in connection with yourself, like everything's just going to flow together. And it's when you look outward and you're trying to just control and control, you know, that's when things get really hard. So mm-hmm. stop looking outward and just look inward and just chill. <gasps> not chill, oh, not, not chill, chill. <gasps> just, not chill, just hang out, the, the ultimate goal. <laughs> <laughs> um and start, things we should start doing. I mm-hmm. think
1: we should start being kind to everyone. And like, there's so many shirts. There's so many like sweatshirts <laughs> that say be kind. Like it's everywhere. Like be mm-hmm. kind, that it's kind of lost like its actual meaning. But I feel like whenever I'm serving people, whenever I'm complimenting people, whenever I'm doing something for somebody else is when I actually really am the happiness mm-hmm. because I'm when I'm the happiest because I'm not thinking and overthinking about myself so much mm-hmm. like it gets me out of my head. So my husband is the nicest, like kindest man on this planet. It like blows my mind. Like my whole family will literally be like I have to think to myself like what would Nick do? Would he like open he'll open the door for people. He'll, you know, offer to help someone take their groceries and like things that I don't normally think of, but when I start doing things like that where I'm just like I just be kind. Like just really think about other people and try and make their life a little bit easier, try and make their day a little brighter. Those are the happiest people that Mm -hmm. like go forward and like help and be kind to other people. Yeah. yeah. Like
2: it's definitely
0: not the trolls like getting their comments. No, uh, no.
2: (laughs) They're always, (laughs) no. To go along with that, I think I'll get more niche. Like start being more present at like the grocery store cash register or like when you're getting your coffee or something that's been something i've been trying to do because especially without instagram actually i started like being more present i noticed because you can't really scroll on tiktok while you're like you know standing in a line it's like we're not gonna annoy other people with the sound of your phone or whatever <laughs> yeah. so or like watching video so yeah. i noticed like a lot of moments i would scroll through instagram mindlessly Or when I was in the car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I was in the car, like Leaf would be driving and I'd be scrolling through Instagram. Now that I don't have it, I've noticed myself being like a lot more present because I just feel like TikTok is like Mm -hmm. something you kind of have to like sit down and be doing. So anyway, I've found myself just being more, you know making eye contact and, like, saying thank you and being like, oh, I love your shirt and just complimenting strangers and, like, being more present. And I don't know. It's, like, kind of just made my life a little bit happier. Mm-hmm. It, like, enriches your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like Nikki makes friends
1: everywhere. And it, like, it enriches your life because it, like, causes so many opportunities to connect with other people, mm-hmm. which is literally, like, the purpose of life mm-hmm. is to connect with each other and, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: And like, like I said, it's
0: just like getting out of yourself mm-hmm. that's like another thing in recovery they're like the only way <laughs> to get out of that like thinking craziness where like the at least disease of alcoholism mm-hmm. but a lot of other mental health issues all of that is our own thinking so mm-hmm. like the only kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for uh antidote mm-hmm. hello i can yeah <laughs> think today <laughs> the antidote to that is like thinking about other people
1: mm-hmm.
0: like constantly Definitely. and it doesn't have to be on a big scale
1: yeah i've noticed after i had my baby like i have been facetiming calling so many people like because they'll call me to see the baby obviously they <laughs> pretend it's for me but they're like anyways <laughs> <this case there." laughs> but um because i've been doing that and like calling people i'll think about people and i'll like it's made me call more people and text more people and i've noticed like this feeling of fullness to my life where i'm mm-hmm. like i used to just kind of not talk to people and like mm-hmm. ignore people's calls or texts or, you know, FaceTime. They would be like, so mm-hmm. just, like, oh, someone FaceTime me. <laughs> and now I love it. Like now I love talking uh-huh. to my friends. I love talking to my family. And it just like, it really just makes your life feel so full.
0: I feel like this is the year of realizing things. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I
2: swear I say Seriously. that every year though. <laughs> I'm like, now I've realized yeah. more. <laughs>
0: I'm getting my personality back, (laughs) honestly. I feel like half my audience is going to be like, huh? Yeah. I get that reference. (laughs) <laughs> We're just right. realizing things. Just realizing so much in this episode. Um, Thank you guys so much. Where can everybody find you?
2: Yeah, you guys can listen to our podcast. It's called What We Said Podcast. And that's our Instagram handle, just at What We Said Podcast. You can follow me on TikTok, YouTube, JC Marie, JC Marie Smith. Mine is Chelsea Jade Curtis. Same thing, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok.
1: And yeah, Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.